I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Episode 56 today. That's pretty good. The story I told in the last segment dealing with protesters storming the stage of a Joe Biden event in Los Angeles yesterday. There's video of that. I'd like you to check it out. I want you to see uh, the instinct of Joe Biden's wife, Jill, as well as his communications director, Simone Sanders. That's Again, at my Facebook page, uh, Lee Lonsberry. Just go on there, uh, click and clack your way, and you'll be able to see it. There are also some uh, pictures from our broadcast yesterday at the library. Uh, pretty cool scene. Uh, met some great people. Uh, I'd be honored if you'd go check it out. I am thrilled to be having the conversation I'm about to have in the context I'm about to have it. On the phone, joining us right now are John and Melanie Herring from uh, Tooele. Uh, they, as you well know, have had quite a, a few weeks They went on vacation, and while on that vacation, found themselves quarantined on a cruise ship uh, off the coast of Japan. Uh, John was later tested positive for the coronavirus. He spent some time uh, in quarantine in Japan. Uh, His wife, Melanie, who will join us in just a moment, she uh, got on a U.S. transport aircraft, came back here to the United States, where she uh, faced a 14-day quarantine at Travis Air Force Base. Both of them... Uh, very kindly, uh, kept us all apprised uh, to what they were going through, and they did so with grace and kindness and patience and understanding uh, while facing something that you and I uh, may not have the strength to endure. They did so uh, with great strength and kindness and understanding. It was a a treat uh, to see the type of grace uh, that was brought to a very difficult situation, and I am so happy uh, that right now uh, John and Melanie join us on the phone together, reunited back home in Utah together. Uh, how are you doing? We're doing great. <laughs> We're happy to be home. I saw you posted uh, videos of of your reunion at the Salt Lake City International Airport. Uh, We see uh, beautiful reunions when missionaries come home from the mission field. Uh, We see great uh, groups gathered at the bottom of the escalator there to welcome them with open arms. But uh, your reunion, uh, I think, was the the most special one I've seen in a good long time. Uh, Could I ask you, Melanie, what, what was it like? What was that moment like when you were reunited with John coming down that escalator? Well, I had a big lump in my throat, I'll tell you that, because, um, well, I'm, I don't want to get emotional now, but it was incredible. I missed him so much, and um, it was it was finally the end. <laughs> it felt like the end for us, like, oh, honey, we made it, you know. Yeah. Uh, John, when all was told, how long was it that you were separated? Uh, I believe it was three weeks, so 18, eight, 18 days, I guess. Um so I went to I went to the hospital the day before uh, Valentine's Day, 
and then I was released. I spent a couple of days in Japan, and I came back, I believe, on the 29th of uh, February. And Melanie was still doing her quarantine in uh, Travis Air Force Base, so I waited home here uh, for two days before I went to the airport and picked her up. What were those two days like? Lonely. <laughs> and, uh, and I anticipated her being home, but I thought, you know what, this is, this is like isolation again. I don't have my wife here, and uh, and I was just the anticipation. I knew she was coming home, and I was so looking forward to have seeing her. Yeah. Let me ask you this. 18 days of separation in the course of your marriage, have you been apart uh, for that long ever before? No, never before. <laughs> yeah, that was the longest period. Um, I think the longest period then was about seven days. Um, Ellie went on a vacation, and then... Met her over in France, and uh, he flew over. I flew over to France, and uh, we met. <laughs> so that was that was all planned. This is this was one of those things where it wasn't planned, and and we didn't know. They gave us fifteen minutes to gather our stuff, and uh, somebody knocked on the door, and away the way I went. And I knew at that time it was going to be a while before I saw her because uh, we'd heard of other stories of people going to the hospital. Let me ask you this, just taking a step backwards. How are you both feeling? If you don't mind sharing on the radio, what are your what are your circumstances now? You've both tested negative for the coronavirus. Are all other symptoms gone? Are you happy and healthy now? Well, I never had symptoms, and I tested negative. And so, and mm-hmm. John, he... yeah, I tested positive. Had uh, I had uh, four days of fever, uh, nausea, and so forth. So. Um, so it was it was pretty rough those four days. Melanie took care of me by putting uh, cold towels on me, um, and then I went to the hospital. And then while I was in the hospital, I really didn't have any symptoms. I had a few headaches, and but nothing nothing that would would cause me to think that I had anything. But uh, I was just waiting there until my test became positive. Sure. Negative. Or negative. Sorry. Negative. 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 Yeah. He's negative now, and so. Outstanding. Let me ask you this. I think if I if I saw correctly that you are right now in the midst of a, of a self-imposed uh, 30-day quarantine. Is that correct? Yes, we are. How, how are you? Uh, Producer Amy let me know that as you were uh, speaking just before uh, we got on the air here that you're, you're waiting a delivery of groceries. Uh, <laughs> beyond that, beyond those types of accommodations, how will you be spending your time for the next, uh, what is it now, 28 days? Uh. We're 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 really tired, so we've been sleeping a lot, um, a lot of travel to get back to where we are right now. So we've been resting a lot. Um, we'll we'll spend some time in our home. We can go in our yard. Um, we just can't be around people, and that's self-imposed because we have parents that are in their 80s, and one of our parents is in, uh, in his 90s, and uh, so that's where the virus is really dangerous to people is the, is the older generation. Right. And we don't want any chances. So we're, we put ourselves in a 30-day quarantine, and then at the end of 30 days, we'll go down and get a test, make sure that we're still negative, yeah. and then we'll be able to reunite with our family again. Outstanding. Uh, we just want to be safe. You know, even though we're, we're negative, we want to be safe. It's so prudent and wise, and I think that uh, that prudence uh, it really ought to be the attitude of the day, especially as we, uh, you know, face uh, this coronavirus as uh, as it spreads around and 
uh, we seek to understand it. John and Melanie, I am so uh, incredibly grateful uh, to you for a number of reasons. First, for being willing to share your story, uh, to keep uh, us and uh, those of us who were praying for you and thinking about you uh, during the course of your ordeal. Your social media postings uh, were uplifting and positive and optimistic. Uh, you, you really set a good example, uh, I think, to everyone uh, on the graceful and good way to uh, respond to adversity. I'm grateful to you uh, for doing that. I'm grateful to you, uh, too, for uh, putting up with my annoyances, you sending you text messages, <laughs> and begging you to come on the radio and all that. Uh, I, I wish you the, the very, very best, not only to you, but your families as well. Thank you so much. We're home. Yeah. We're so happy to be in Utah. What a beautiful state, and oh, we, are, yeah. we are thrilled. Uh, flying in here, so oh, yeah. So thanks for all the prayers and the, and uh, everything, uh, everything that people have done for us. Absolutely, uh, John and Melanie Herring. Thank you so. Uh, very much. Uh, speaking to John and Melanie Herring as they uh, are reunited. John has spent a good long time uh, in Japan in quarantine after testing positive for the coronavirus. Uh, he has been, uh, he's overcome that, tested negative. He's back home with his uh, wife now as they undergo a 30 day self imposed quarantine where they'll be tested again. Uh, this coronavirus is no joke. Uh, we're going to continue talking about it. There were some state tourism officials that gathered up at the Capitol uh, today. KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson was up there. He'll give us a report next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.